You're listening to Mummy is Doing a Beauty Pageant Podcast with your host, Jessica Barkley. Oh wait, that's me. The current Miss Middlesex Galaxy and mummy to one amazing little girl. Here I will share my crazy journey from buggy walks to walking the stage at the United Kingdom Galaxy Finals. But don't worry, this isn't all about me. I'll be interviewing current and former queens, plus experts in many areas of pageantry. So whether you're hitting the stage for the first time, looking to up your game, or even after some inspiration to follow your own dreams on or off the stage, I hope you will find something here for you. I'll ask the questions you're too embarrassed to and get real about the highs and lows of pageantry. If you enjoy this episode, please give it a share on social and pop me a little review over on iTunes. Now, strap on those heels and let's get into it because we have a lot to cover. Good morning, good morning. Uh, Well, it's morning when I'm recording this. I'm not entirely sure when you're listening to it. Uh, It feels pretty topical to be recording this one this morning. Uh, This one I've entitled Not Instagram Pretty and I'm feeling far from Instagram Pretty this morning. I have now had this stupid cough chest infection for like six weeks or something and I have now had a cold for over a week. And I hate being ill because I feel like I'm letting down everyone when I'm ill and I don't get things done and also you feel like pants. Um, So there's that. But I had two amazing interviews that I recorded yesterday. Uh, One went out on a live stream. uh, So I'm recording this on the Monday. So this was Sunday night. One went out on a live stream, which you can still catch over on the Pageant Project Facebook page, uh, which was interviewing with Australia, um, so love a bit of time difference, obviously, and I also recorded one earlier in the day that will be going out in a couple of weeks on Sparkles and Rhinestones, so keep an eye out for those, but I felt like death warmed up all day, I'd, I'd even had a sleep between the two interviews on the sofa, and I'd been sort of snoozing most of the day on the sofa, and little one had a lot of daddy time and she jumped on the sofa and cuddled up with mummy for a bit. Um, but I had to whack a load of makeup on and get in front of the camera because they were both video recorded ones. Um, I do a lot of podcasts, which is fine. It doesn't matter how you're feeling like you look. But I did find that when I first started doing pageantry, I was seeing how amazing the pageant queens, the title holders were looking, not just on Instagram, but on Instagram, and going, I can't do that, I can't look like that, I can't be like that, um, therefore I can't be a title holder. And it isn't until you fish through, maybe you go back through their pictures to before they started competing in pageantry and they hadn't had nice headshots and things taken, that you go, oh, okay, I am... I'm normal, I'm not, I'm not ugly, I'm not like this, I'm, it's, it's makeup and prep and it's amazing photographers and things like that, and these girls are, are all incredibly beautiful, but so are you. It's very hard when we're comparing ourselves to those images on social media, so for example, like fitness models and things will get in incredible shape and have a couple of photo shoots close together or a long photo shoot with costume changes, and then they will be able to breathe out and eat something so their abs don't show as much and post those pictures throughout the month 
people throughout the next couple of months. They'll spread it out. And we're thinking, oh, they're maintaining that the whole time. Well, I should be maintaining that the whole time. And they're not. It's just a very short burst. Um, and in the fitness industry, that particularly bothers me um, because that's the difference between health and fitness. That's not healthy. Um, a lot of the body weight percentages that women have to get to for that kind of look is not like detrimental to your fertility and things and not healthy. Um, and it can be the same with social media. And I've fall, fallen foul to this sort of thing as well, where I've been like, oh, I'm just going to spread out the pictures from a photo shoot and make that last longer because then I don't have to make myself Instagram pretty before I take a picture. And now I'm like, meh, every day is Instagram pretty. Sweaty mess, Instagram pretty. Um, not wash my hair today because I know I've got a crazy gym session in the morning. That's fine. Going for it. Um, I do put pretty filters on things because in the end, particularly with Instagram, it isn't aesthetic social platform it is one about catching like people's eye and you can put a a real picture up and put a filter on it and it's still so it's a bit more eye-catching but that you're not being fake or anything like that like it's pretty obvious when people have put a filter on it uh it just makes it a little bit more pleasing to the eye maybe you're not making you want to soften the color so it's not so aggressive and um, maybe you've got a certain look for your instagram wall and you're trying to make it matching with that uh, so there's nothing wrong with using filters I use an app I'm going to quote it wrong now and my phone is not with me uh, called B612 I'll put it in the show notes if I've got that wrong um, B612 and I'm going to be doing a future episode about some of the apps that I use um, to make my pageant life easier and that does some really nice filters and things like that but I can also put mascara and eyeliner on I have eyelash extensions pretty much all the time so often don't need to put any fake eyelashes on, but I can use the app to put on eyeliner and eyelashes if I need to. So if I've taken a picture, I'm like, that's really lovely and cute, but I would like to, I wish I'd put on a bit of makeup that day, and I haven't. I'll stick it on with the app. Um, not afraid to admit that. Um, and it's got some really lovely filters, but I use it a lot for editing my little video clips of the gym. Um, the lighting's not great, so sticking on a filter can actually make it light enough that you can see what I'm doing. Um, and see how the muscles react and things like that and you can crop it easily and put music to it as well so I use that a lot for the little gym videos in fact I couldn't tell you the last time I posted without using that because like I said the lighting is pretty bad in my gym and um, but it's this is a big part of why I'm launching the hashtag real face of pageantry because I want future pageant queens current pageant contestants and things to see everything that goes on behind the scenes of that beautiful headshot it's not we're not walking around like our beautiful headshot 24 7 but we should also be proud and enjoy our beautiful headshots um I will try and get some uh pageant photographers on in the future to talk about booking in headshot sessions and things like that and how you can make the most of your headshot sessions because it did take me quite a few photo shoots before I was getting the best pictures and quite often the best pictures always come at the end when you relax so how can you get into that mind frame earlier so that all your pictures are your best pictures there's nothing wrong with having these amazing pictures I think it's a fabulous celebration of womanhood and who you are and the beauty and things that you put into the world 
having a beautiful picture is one way of showing your inner beauty um, because it shows the hard work and dedication you've put in to create that image. But it's also important that we show the rest of pageantry or the rest of life. Um, I might be using the hashtag real face of pageantry as an example, uh, but it should be running over into the rest of our lives as well, where we can be more real about all the effort we're putting into things. We should be proud of the effort we're putting into things for one. But also, it's showing the people behind us what we've done to get to where we are. And I think that's really supportive of those coming coming up behind us. So maybe we've been in pageantry a lot longer and we want to show the people that are just starting, look, this is what it takes. If you really want that title or you really want to do well with the title, because that's the other thing is showing what you're doing with the title. As I've said many times, my biggest frustration is when title holders don't do anything with their title because they are, they've given the title to represent whatever area they're representing, be it um, country or even if they've got like an international title, that's a massive privilege to have that title. And also, it's all those other women that stood on that stage and competed for that title and the effort they would have put into it. So I desperately want to see people using their titles. But if you don't share everything you're doing with your title, how is everyone going to know that you've used your title? Um, And that includes all the work to maybe you want to maintain your physique. If you competed in a system that had maybe a beach body category, and you're working really hard to maintain that throughout your reign so that you can say, look, this, this is why I won that category and this is why I won overall because I work really hard for this. Then share those pictures, share that journey as well. And that's why I think it's really nice when people are sharing the behind the scenes bit. Um, and that's why I would encourage, please tag uh, hashtag real face of pageantry in all your behind the scenes things. Uh, so your prep for charity events and your time in the gym. But stop worrying that it's not Instagram pretty or it's not as pretty as so-and-so's headshot. And also, if you're looking at someone's feed and thinking, oh, this is so beautiful, go through the rest of their feed. Go through their Instagram stories. I know with my work Instagram, the feed is very curated. Um, It's pretty much all filtered if it's a photo. There's not a huge amount of photos. I do mainly quotes and like helpful hints and tips and word images and things on there but you'll get much more real in my Instagram stories and I know a lot of people do that they'll keep the feed aesthetic um, and they keep the real for the Instagram stories so that's a really good thing to go in and check and you shouldn't be comparing yourself anyway but if you're gonna compare you feeling sick and yucky on the sofa with their perfectly edited headshot it's never gonna end well Um, if you've got to compare, if you're that, because some people do, they need that in their lives. I'd urge you not to, but if you do, at least try and find like the same situation. Like I say, the, the apps and stuff that you can get to do the editing and stuff is great, but don't do it in a way that it's not, it looks completely different to you. Don't do it in a way where you're trying to say this is what I look like all the time. It's not fair on yourself, it's not fair on your self-esteem and it's not fair on anyone else. We need to get a bit more real about what real people look like, what real pageant queens look like. 
not just for us, but for all the other people that are watching us, because you never know who you're inspiring. It's much more often that you will see comments like, this is so inspiring, this is so motivating, when people have posted something real, than when people have posted something extremely curated. And I think that's very, and a very important thing to remember. Thank you for joining me today. I value and appreciate your time so much. So it means a lot that you spend some of it here. Do rock on over to my Facebook or Instagram to share your thoughts on this episode. And I would really love it if you could give this episode a share while you're there. For any specific links, things mentioned in this episode, etc., please pop over to the website, which is mummyisdoingapageant.com. Have an amazing day. And remember, you sparkle your brightest when you're being yourself. See you soon.